that whole all that bullshit was was like made up of course um, it was yeah of course it was Let's you know what see. isn't made up what's that hey there everybody welcome back to pixelit my name is kevin with me as always is phil and on today's show we are finishing warhammer 40k fire warrior Let's do it. It's written by Simon Spurrier. It's starring the Tau. The Tau. Um, we get we get some mech mecha action we in sure this, in this sure chunk do. of the book. We get like multiple multiple uh, 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 division mech uh, stuff. Like like we got a little uh, human mech. We got some Tau mech. Like we have a uh, fucking Titan. Yeah, we got a Titan. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, no, I think they're. Uh, I th- I, well, let's just get into it. Let's 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 uh, let's put the body in the marsh. What let's do you put say? the body in the marsh. There's a lot of bodies. Oh, uh, so many bodies. There's so many bodies and so many bodies yet to come. So let's yeah. let's just go ahead and put this body yeah. in the marsh. Brace yourself. A big fucking dog, man. Grab your grass seed. We're gonna need to cover up all these bodies. In this marsh. Uh, all right, so we're starting in chapter six. Uh, we've got Governor Severus, who is just James Bond villaining all over Admiral Constantine and uh, and and Aun Lokash, like just his his prisoners, and he is just telling them all about his backstory, all about his master plan. Uh, basically, he has been, uh, uh, you know, listening to these whispers of this demon in his ear, promising him power and all that shit. So, uh, and Damonhood. Damonhood, yeah, that classic, that classic English AE demon, the yeah. demons. Uh, uh, <laughs> and they've been... Basically, there's this shrine of, of chaos, this the, uh, a chaos... Undiluted chaos, undivided chaos. All four gods working together to take uh, to do a full dark crusade, and they end up on this planet, and they try to summon a demon, a demon of of uh, oh, who is it? It's Zneech, uh, Zneech demon, yeah, the, but but the, still uh, serving Tark- all four. Tarkax the Defiler, yes, uh, who the, is the, a Zneech demon, yeah, uh, but. He's he's pro all the other gods. You super know? in very progressive demon. Super into all the gods. You know, that, this would, this is the demon with the coexist bumper sticker on its, it's Miata. The coexist demon. <laughs> we can all get along. Well, we all want the downfall of the Imperium of Man, like, don't we, guys? Let, Come on. Listen, the the change demon, the change god, love him. The yeah. the blood god, love him. Love him. The I even two, like that stinky death god. And the, the weird god. one who keeps touching his nipples. Yes, so Slanesh. Slanesh. They're all they're all cool. They're all cool. Slanesh is basically the the Cenobite god. Yes. Yeah. Right? Slanesh okay. is the Cenobite Cenobite <laughs> god just just fully formed. We have such pleasures to show you. We have uh, such pleasures to show yes, you. Yes. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, by the way, I should before we go any further, I should tell you uh, the other night um, I've been reading to Emily's belly every evening because uh, it. it you know, so you read Hellbound Heart? No, I wish that would be amazing. Oh, I should because it's my turn to pick the book, and she picked like <laughs> we. I, I read her one of my favorite books, and she and she requested one of her favorite books, and we just finished it. And I ought to pick something brutal, and Hellbound Heart's only like a hundred pages. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, I was I hadn't read to her belly in a day or so. 
and because uh, we haven't picked a new book yet and she just wanted to go to sleep she was exhausted and she said are you gonna read and i said yeah i gotta i gotta finish up this warhammer book and she went oh that's perfect could you read it out loud just for a little while because i'm not really gonna be listening but like i like your your voice is kind of soothing and it'll put me to sleep and i went okay but um it's like an alien race in this. So I'm going to, there's a lot of words that are going to be, make no sense. She goes, it doesn't matter. I'm not really paying attention. So I'm like reading it. It's like, Vrektong Data uh, positions the drone mines of the, and, and like, it's, she told me the next morning I went, and, she, and before you know it, she was asleep. It worked. Yeah. Uh, and the next morning I went, did that do anything for you? And she goes, oh yeah, the words were meaningless. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was speaking in tongues, and she was like, "Oh, that's Tarkax the Defiler right. rises." <laughs> Just, it was it was so surreal, and, and I'm idiot me. I'm sitting there like correcting myself. I'm like, "No, that's not how you say it. It's Avrorex." Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's not listening. Ex- uh, I, I I like the title Explorator instead of Explorer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explorator yeah. Carnegie st- yeah. stumbled upon. Uh, Everything has to be Romanesque, you know. Yeah, Romanesque. It's yeah. not like that's not actually. It, it's not necessarily even the right Latin, but it's just no. In the, but it, it, you give it that vibes. extra syllable. Yeah you, yeah, you give it the vibes of Latin, and you move on. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's the Ultramarines. They are they are just Rome as Space Marines. So yeah, so ex- pretty intense. Do, um, Dorator the Explorator. <laughs> <laughs> I need a forty k. <laughs> Can you see the heresy? That's right. (laughs) It's everywhere. (laughs) Horace, no (laughs) heresying. Oh, that's that's gotta be it. That's mm. that's gotta be a thing. That's a t-shirt right there. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. So so basically, uh, there was this great war that happened on the planet between the Eldar and the Chaos Undivided, and the Eldar couldn't beat the demon, but they knew they could like seal him away. So this demon's been sealed away for 3,000 years, and Severus is going to bring him back in three hours. Uh, that's what he lets us know. Um, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, in the in the naval uh, uh, section up in space, uh, one of the captains hears uh, Ardius's message about you gotta blow up the enduring blade. There is there is nothing to be saved here. Uh, he gets that message and and uh, gets ready to start blowing it the shit up. Uh, Kai's basically has this weird uh, factory restart in the drop pod. <laughs> he's on his way down and he's just Some, somebody somebody took a a, a pin and it inserted yeah. it into the back of his ear and did a whole factory reset. And they even literally referenced the idea of have you tur- tried turning it off and on again? Yes. Uh, they even he's like the tech the technicians of his home planet would say if you've if you turn it off and turn it back on and it still isn't working then it's broken you know or something like that right 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 it's like so he literally has a quick moment of like meditation and just kind of refresh uh on his way down (laughs) um the tau watch as the uh purgeous ship destroys the enduring blade it's uh they 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 they've all 
again, we've got this kind of ceasefire, so everyone watches as the Enduring Blade gets blown to shit. Uh, Standing while there saluting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, they're 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 humming the, Imperial, the national anthem. The, yeah, the national anthem is playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Flags do fly, do go up at half mast on top of the ships at they mention. I think. Yes, something actually, like that. They do fly the, some sort of morning they, flag. They, yeah. they they put up like a half mast flag or something like yeah. that. It's it is it is, and I mean in this in this world, the whole thing with technology is so weird because especially if you've read Horus Heresy, where it starts ten thousand years ago, and the whole point of the emperor is he's he's a less. Uh, He's a less toxic Sam Harris. He just wants to bring like atheistic peace to the world. Sure. Uh, and, and now it's 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 such a nice turn that now ten thousand years later, uh, the the message has been warped completely out of whack, and machines yeah, and that sort of thing. And that's have a, the thing. So okay, so this is a a a, a question I've had. Yeah. Because I read the first Horus Heresy book. The yeah. Emperor is alive and well. All of his kids are alive and well, you know, yeah. Horus, et cetera. Um, I know 50 books later, <laughs> the <More>. emperor, both <laughs> Horus, what's that? More. More. <laughs> it's like 75 or 100. <laughs> the emperor so dies, yeah. right? Dies. And so does Horus. And so does Horus. And so I've done like little digging and like, okay, so the golden throne Mm -hmm. is basically he's on this throne. He's mostly just a skeleton flesh man with a little bit of flesh hanging off of him yeah. with a lot of tubes and pipes just like running into him to keep him yeah. alive. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's a vegetable for all intents and purposes. He has no, he's not speaking at all. No. And so he's alive in the sense that he is on life support. Yes, and he he is a he is he is a a greater being that requires some sort of like sacrifice to keep. They alive. sacrifice because, a thousand psychers to him a day uh, yeah. to keep him alive uh, and to keep him psych, in this middle ground of alive and uh, dead. Yeah, uh, because I know he's like he's been alive since the beginning of humanity. Like that's yes. kind of his thing. All right. So it's now 40K and there's a religion based around him. Is it is it a possibility that there's like he is locked in there and just screaming at the fact that there it is a religion around him now? Oh, sure. Yeah, there's definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can. You By can't the way. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You can't know. By the way, being locked in is probably one of my greatest fears. In, oh, in my life. absolutely. That's that's if you don't know what it means. It means you are 100 percent conscious and you don't have control over your body. And you, yep. like you're just you're locked in. You're in your brain. Yeah, your, your brain is fully fine, <laughs> but your body isn't responding to it. Isn't yeah, that's, responding. That's hell on earth. And that's that's basically. Yeah, that's I believe that's the idea. Um and yeah, I think he might, I think there's a good chance of that. Uh, and I think the most interesting thing that the Horus Heresy does is, for me is with chaos is that these, uh, half of the Space Marine chapters break off. And if you're just paying attention to 40K, it all seems like they're just evil with different flavors of evil. Like, well, they're obsessed with death and they're obsessed with fear. And these guys are pirates and these guys are, uh, you know, snakes and and, and right. spies and uh, but 
the Horus Heresy actually sheds light on each one of them having their own reason for breaking off, like a very specific reason for breaking off with the Emperor. And a lot of them are totally valid. Uh, a lot of, <laughs> that's the scariest part about it. So a lot of them are totally valid. Um, and, and one of them uh, uh, is the, the Alpha Legion, uh, which, uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't read Legion, the Alpha Legion believe uh, that there is basically the only way that like peace can thrive on the planet on the, in the galaxy or something like that is if the emperor is allowed to die. Um, so they do. So a lot of their, uh, so they're actually pro emperor in a way, but they're like, they're like the people, um, they're like Terry Schiavo's husband demanding yeah, to be, so really let Warhammer him off 40 K is a, yeah. is a, Metaphor for ter- the total Terry Shiva. That's exactly situation. it. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 so a lot of people, and so the, one of the war cries of the Alpha Legion is for the Emperor, and uh, many many Space Marines interpret them as them mocking them, uh, but they actually are doing this for the sake of the Emperor because they need to they need to let him die for there to be peace in the universe. Um, so they're bad guys, but they're not, and it's and they all have different. Yeah, that and, seems like the best. Like, and so they're just, they're they're a sep they're a break off of the space marines. Yeah, yeah, they're one they're one of the heretic. Uh, they're the chaos marines. But they're but they're chaos marines, or are they yes, just they like they 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 don't worship any one god, but they are but they are they aligned themselves with that side of things, and and uh, they, okay. they use they use chaos to those ends. But just like you said with. Uh, the idea of it being religion in, g- in general, 10,000 years later, a lot of shit has changed. So the motivations have changed for a lot of people. And a lot of people, I'm sure, don't realize that that was the original goal. Um, but yeah, there, it's 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 interesting. And but yeah, I I have a, I I'm sure that <laughs> if the emperor is locked in, if he's conscious in any way, that he is just going, oh my fucking god, this sucks. Right. Uh, that's got to be. That's just that's that's got to be very very frustrating, especially for the guy who's supposed to be like the 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 the, the greatest human being who ever lived, and right. everything's Cause, fucked up. Because the irony of ironies is that at least uh, what I can and shit changes from what well, probably changes over the course of the book is that the idea of worshiping or creating religious sects within the ultramarines starts within Horus's legion uh kind of Horus's Horus's the legion luna wolves are, right like kind of that? start the luna wolves start yeah the like, luna wolves uh yeah. sons of Horus um they start they're they're like the first people to kind of start breaking off they're all breaking off but they but they're like the war master Horus is kind of the, the head honcho that they all kind of admire and, and circle right. around. Um, it's the word bearers, uh, that are almost excommunicated by the emperor and their primarch is almost excommunicated basically because they worship the emperor as a God and the emperor is still alive and going, what the fuck are you doing? This is not how it works. Right. And that betrayal, uh, warps and twists them. Yeah. Uh, and, and so they're the ones who like really treat it as a, as a religion. Uh, right. and that's the irony is that they, they, they are, they set that in motion and they kind of won when you think yeah, about it. I mean, you know? <laughs> it, the ultimate, the ultimate heresy was, uh, the emperor a hundred percent lost. 
Yeah. And his empire was turned into a, uh, from just straight up fascism to uh, religion fascism. Yeah. That of fascism. <laughs> uh, and, you know. Uh, he didn't. He didn't want any any extra stuff attached to that fascism. No, he just wanted. He wanted. He wanted good old fashioned vanilla atheist fascism. Atheist fascism. And now it's with, it's theocratic with, terrorism now. Yeah. Uh, so eesh, it's a it's a it's a it's a grim dark world. It's uh, a grim dark world. These are yeah. our main characters. Uh, yes, these are our main characters. All right. So. Uh, let's see. Kai's wakes up in the drop pod, uh, and he kind of has, this is, we, we, this is one of many, we're going to get a lot of his internal monologues wondering about what's happening to him. Uh, he's losing himself to the Montau in his belief. He, and he starts wondering if the battle madness basically is a gift. Um, if this is, if this is a, a present for him that, that he should embrace it or not, he's not sure. Uh, then he gets contact contacted by Ardius. Uh, who he has teamed up with, the Ultramarine. And uh, and then he starts seeing uh, the Chaos Space Marines killing and torturing uh, different civilians. And it's kind of well done in the sense, for as gruesome as this book is, when it comes to the civilians, it kind of lets you fill in the blanks. And sure. uh, Kai's is disgust at it, kind of tells you everything you need to know. Um, and uh, Ardeus tells Kai's that basically he's got to have faith in their, in their goal there. And, uh, Kai's, uh, yeah, which would be, which would be one thing. Uh, but Kai's points out, uh, that like, uh, he talks shit about the emperor and basically (laughs) just like George Michael points out that your emperor God is dead. And maybe, maybe you shouldn't place too much uh, faith in, uh, that. And, he gets the, you know, the moment when you're like, you're, when you're a teenager and you go too far with your dad, like mm-hmm. he pushes, but, and, and, and your dad, if he's anything like my dad just gets really quiet and kind of stares you down and you're like, Oh, I'm yeah, going to die now. You like, <laughs> just, you, and as soon as you said, whatever it was, you knew it. You're like, yeah. but like, that was. I'd like to put that back in my mouth. Yeah, that was that was a step, to, and, and that's basically what he gives him, uh, gives him that look, and then and then tells him you know, he he basically says he's like after this is over we're not done. <laughs> it's like we got we're gonna take care of this, but after it's done I'm gonna kick your ass. You know that right? Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm gonna and, kill uh, you, Zeno. Yeah, and uh, and then and then we we end that section uh, with Arius starting to instruct Kai's on his first uh, mission. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of Max, uh, Lucia is not standing behind uh, an observing monitor this time around. Lucia and uh, a team of crisis suits are dropping to the planet. So we've got your 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 uh, rank and file mechs. Uh, he almost gets himself killed in possibly the funniest way ever uh, because they are literally dropping onto the planet and you're supposed to like hit your jetpacks at a certain point to slow your descent and to uh, presumably do the superhero pose. Yeah. And uh, superhero landing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he is on the comm with somebody who is talking to him about uh, Kai's and basically that they can't find him. They don't know where he is. Uh, and he's paying so much attention to that, that basically one of the other team members has to be like, Hey dude. And (laughs) he looks down and like the ground is coming up at him at like a thousand miles per hour. And he has to hit the, uh, the handbrake really. 
and uh, and basically craters into the planet. He's okay, uh, uh, but it could have been very, very ugly and for right. a stupid reason, especially because he's the leader there. Uh, he's leading this team. And if, you're, if your sergeant uh, almost goes down because he's busy worrying about some dead kid, uh, it, you, one's, one's faith gets tested a little bit in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, uh, we've got Ardeus, uh, contemplating the chaos as he hunts them and kills them. Um, and suddenly we get this huge explosion and we get like three or four separate sections within this chapter. Oh of- yeah. I actually yeah. liked this little like Rashomon thing where it was yeah. like, it was felt by this person. Yeah. Um, this explosion and- is felt by all, all these different people in all these different places. Yeah. And a lot of them die because of the explosion, you know, uh, all that shit. But uh, it's it's more more opportunities to introduce you to somebody who you didn't who know was before. just about to die. The first yeah. one, actually, it <laughs> reminded me of um, uh, it reminded me of uh, Return of the Living Dead. Um, do you remember the ending to Return of the Living Dead? I never saw um, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, you got to watch Return of the Living Dead. I might have to do that. The ending doesn't really spoil anything for for without like it's. It's not important it, right. if you don't have context anyway. So basically a couple of the survivors are up on an addict and the zombies are like yelling and screaming for them and clawing at the door, knocking at the door when an explosion happens and it's an atomic bomb. Oh, and, Jesus Christ. And it's it wipes it. So it's like this first one reminded me a little bit of that where this woman is like fearing for, fearing for her life in her house. Yeah. And the chaos Marines are outside and they're banging on the door and they have the chainsaw ready to go. And then it cuts, you know. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And, and, uh, and we've been hearing all of this mad laughing and everything like that. Uh, and we find out. Uh, that it was all a ruse, basically. They wanted people to. Th- they 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 were trying to draw um, the the Tau and the Space Marines towards them with pillaging and looting and all that sort of thing. And it, it was a trap uh, set by the Iron Warriors, uh, which are our uh, mech-heavy Chaos Marines. Uh, we're gonna mm. we're gonna meet a lot of the chapters uh, and 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 all the gods, frankly. Uh, in this book, which I think was an interesting choice. Um, but we'll, I'll get into my thoughts on that later after we finish Yeah, it. I was wondering what you were going to think about the fact that this book has everything in it. Yes. Ultimately, like it's it's like, oh, this we're getting all of it. And yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, the we're entire, getting everything. And it's and like I, the entire I, history of Warhammer kind of condensed right. into one book. And I wonder <laughs> about the motivations. Well, I'll, I'll I'll get into it after we after we've wrapped it up. But um, we get a, a brief moment of the demon Tarthax uh, anticipating his release. Uh, basically, uh, knowing we we find out that he's been manipulating Severus from the very beginning. Uh, constantly looking for somebody corruptible that he could talk into doing this, and right. Severus uh, fell for it. Um, yep, like twenty-five to, years ago. Yeah, it's this has been going on for decades. Um, so Kai's, this is an interesting. Uh, I, I liked this part. Kai's finds what appears to him to be a temple within a warehouse. Which I, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about at first? I didn't understand this at all. He goes into this warehouse and he finds what appears to be a temple. It's got spires and all kinds of the, the embellishments of, of, a, of a temple. And, uh, and, and it's such a confusing thing until he sees 
Well, it's kind of leg-like over here. And those are kind of arm-like. Oh, those are arms. Those are legs. This is a Titan. And uh, I love this because a Titan is basically, you know, it's a kaiju uh, in robot form. It's it's a city-stomping yeah. uh, 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 vehicle, basically a walker. And uh, he has been taught since he started as a as a as a fire warrior that they're just myths that those things don't exist those things don't exist they yeah. are just you know um they're just they're they're just there to scare kids right you know? yeah yeah like like basically it's like this is imperial propaganda they don't actually have these things uh and he's and i i thought that was a really cool touch because yeah for all of the mechs that the tau have none of them are as big as the the titans uh so he is complete and and his mission as we find out is basically artius said him to like go find this thing and destroy it and destroy uh, it yeah get whatever it is to stop, to stop it. him stop yeah. it and uh he didn't know it was a titan he didn't know he was sitting and so so He's just sitting there kind of contemplating his own his own existence. Like right. the size of the Titan. Everything, every decision a, that has led me to this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the sheer size of it in his mission kind of gives him an existential meltdown. Where yeah. it's, it goes beyond just like, I can't do well, this. What's what my purpose in life? It's, yeah, that's it. I've been so looking up pictures of Titans and yeah. like. Uh, I don't know what, if they mention the class of the Titan. I don't think but they do. There's like um, there's like the Imperator uh, class Titan, which has basically like its top is basically like a, a the you know Notre Dame is yeah. like sitting on top of it, like an actual church yeah, or something, totally. and then underneath and it's carrying that on its back. Um, it's so wild. It's it's crazy. And like these things are so huge. They require like a crew of dozens of people to run the damn thing. Right. Um, and they have a and they and they, and they have a machine spirit within them, uh, which is tended to. And that's and that actually and he's been given a prototype gun gun to blow this thing up. And he's and it's so we're left with him going. Okay, uh, let's blow this thing up, I guess. Uh, I'll figure it out. And um, <laughs> and then uh, briefly we get uh, Artius wakes up after the explosion and, uh, and uh, his backup tells him that they've basically got uh, coordinates for the HQ, for uh, the, the warp portals of chaos where it all seems to be concentrating from. And then we cut to, and I loved this scene. I thought this was fucking excellent. We cut to a member of the Death Guard. There's another... Uh, space Marine chapter, uh, who they worship Nurgle. Uh, they're obsessed with death, disease, rot. <laughs> Which, Nurgle is just the silliest name. Nur I love Nurgle. Nurgle might be my favorite chaos god because he's actually very funny uh, <laughs> and kind of, <laughs> and kind of, and as far as chaos gods go, kind of a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he just, he Grandfather just, he, Nurgle. Yeah, Grandfather Nurgle. He just, he, he really does see his diseases and his, and, and bless, and he, as a blessing. Like he's like, like, all these cool new aren't these cool like like it's like he's a he's a geek forcing his uh his hobbies yeah. on you he's like uh, a he's he's like a he's like a bug guy you know yeah like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bark to, scorpion it'll kill you in five seconds it's amazing isn't it cool isn't that cool <laughs> it's not it's please you, ask, you guys anybody, anybody who wants to know what that's like ask my wife uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Bless her heart. There are so many times that she's looked at me. I realize I've been rambling on. She goes, uh-huh. Okay, baby. All right. Hi, like, welcome yeah, home. Right. Welcome to my apartment on our first date. Here's yeah. all my praying mantises. True story. That worked out real good. Hashtag true story. Hashtag true story. Uh, so... Oh, there, there was a real quick. There's, there was a, there is a unit for chaos uh, that was a, uh, a, I think it's chaos beast, and it's, it's, I think it's a nurgling kind of thing. But the whole idea is that it's basically, it's, it's huge. It's the size of a tank, and it's a puppy for all intents and purposes. It's a horrible, horrible puppy, and it sees people, and it just wants to play with them. The problem is, is playing is it, it, it will tear you limb from limb and shred you. Uh, but it's it, the whole, pro- it, 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 that, that's very Nurgle to me. It's like, I'm just having yeah. fun. We're just, just having I, fun. Why are yeah. we? Yeah. Why, why are you mad? And yeah. uh, why, why aren't you playing back anymore? Uh, and so the Death Guard is basically in the pilot seat of this Titan and corrupts it. Uh, right. With the power of Nurgle and the machine spirit in it, it used to be called the Imperio Prince Nebulae Draconis, and that is about as goddamn uh, Imperium as it gets. Right. He corrupts the machine spirit within it, takes it over, and the machine spirit demands that it be allowed to give itself a new name, which is now Machina Dragon Bile. Uh, which, yeah, good, 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 good change, honestly. good change, good change. Uh, <laughs> so. We've got these uh, Nurgle Death Guard Space Marines uh, taking over uh, this thing, and then a shot rings out, and we cut to the next scene. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Lucia and his team zoning in on the Ethereal's location. They're trying to find where it is. Uh, when Lucia realizes this is basically all of their first experience with chaos, and he realizes it isn't just a clever name, uh, that uh, they they are chaotic, and so he realizes they're going to have to widen their search perimeters a little bit. Right, right. Uh, and so he sends them out to do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So then we get Kai's doing exactly what he said he was going to do, uh, climbing the Titan, Shadow of Colossus style, and basically like leaving bombs here, blowing up crew, basically yeah. just just making his way up this damn thing. Uh, which is, which is hilarious. And then he makes it into the, uh, the, 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 the command nave, you know, basically right. the head of the thing. And he's confronted by Karaz the Violator, uh, uh, another, another one of our space Marines, not space Marines, our, our chaos Marines who, yeah. uh, worships corn, the God of blood, death, mm. and insoluble fiber. Blood. And, uh, <laughs> Blood for the blood god, corn blood for, the, for the poop throne. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> it. And in what is one of what what starts out as this harrowing moment turns quickly hilarious when Karaz uh, uh, the Violator goes into a bloodlusting berserk fury and kills everyone on deck but Kai's. Basically, kills everybody that is on on the on the Titan with him because uh, he just loses. Com- it just completely loses his his grip on who's the good guy and who's a bad guy. Yeah, he's like ah, and he kills everybody. And he kills everybody. And I love it. It's like Kai is just like steps out of the shadows. Yeah. Like, is is it gonna be that easy? Yeah, and then just like shoots the guy. Yeah, and it works. It's, and, and, and he even says that he could see like a look of gratitude on the Tao's face, disbelieving gratitude. Yeah, yeah. 
Thanks. That was great. Uh, so that leads to Kai's finding the Titan pilot, uh, our, our, our chaos marine who's taken over, and he just kind of leaves a bomb in his lap and and uh, gets the hell out of Dodge. Uh, and that's and that's the end of chapter six. Uh, chapter seven. Uh, starts just like chapter six with Severus in the ritual chamber, uh, kind of, and and I we get details about the chants that they've been doing, the rituals they've been doing to pull this whole thing off. And I thought it was really interesting because he has he's had to go through like so many servitors uh, to do this because the servitors, because, yeah. They, they like lose yeah, their when they minds. Start, yeah, they lose their minds reading the chaos text, and they like and they like destroy themselves so they don't have to deal uh, uh, with all of it because it's just, it's so, it's unnatural. Uh, one of the things they talk about with chaos a lot is that you see shapes that shouldn't exist and colors that shouldn't exist. And right. um, it's pretty cool. Uh, Real so, Lovecraft stuff. Um, very, very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Servitors. With, so there's two things. There's like the servitors, which are basically like the Imperium's version of the Borg. Um, kind of, yeah. They're like and then, criminals and and that kind of thing. Who their their bodies are used to, um, yeah. They're, they're, they're like kind all of, yeah, mecked up. They got they got cables, and but they're stuff mindless to, at the same time. Yeah, but not and mindless enough apparently. And then there's <laughs> servitor. Uh, there's the servo skulls, yeah. right? Which are just floating skulls that are like little P basically PDAs. Like uh, very Carlton. much so, yes. yes. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> just little helpers. Little helpers. They're just there. Yeah. So yeah, the servitors, uh, yeah. What of <laughs> it was just like I was I was like, oh my God. When one of them yeah, cut his own fingers off so that he didn't have to write yeah. any more of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 kind of pathetic creatures that, 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 that exist to serve Imperi the Imperium. And, uh, and, and they, even they couldn't hack this shit. So he said like the most they would last is like a month. That's, that's the best you could hope for. Um, so let me see. Oh, we get the, um, we find out that there are priests there of each of the four chaos gods. Yep. Uh, we learned the difference between all of them. You get, you get kind of like a, introduction uh to the right. chaos gods here uh, like each look. and each of the priests are like uh are like kind of avatarish of their yeah. god like the 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 nurgle priest is like falling apart and decaying while right. still alive the uh the change priest is always bubbling and yeah shifting and shifting ethereal and and uh and the the blood priest just looks like a butcher he's just a butcher yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, he just he's got like a cleaver and a like cleaver a leather and smock a, and, and a, the the butcher apron. Yeah, and uh, the other one, the is Slanesh. Slanesh is just he's cutting his arms and rubbing his nipples and yep. doing yep. all that stuff. That's exactly it. He's and, a cenobite, uh, basically. Is he? I mean, yeah, that, that's what they do. They're they're really that. And uh, we also have the uh, Admiral Constantine and the Aeon there, who um, their their energies are being drawn from them as part of right. the ritual sacrifice. Um, in my notes here, in the next section, uh, they start with Ardius rides his hoopty through uh, the war zone, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> which he, he he had been on a land speeder, and. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it was and it was just blown to shit. And it basically describes that anytime he passes someone on the battle zone, people follow him with their eyes because 
Yeah. The implication is that the, 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 the thing is so beat to shit that they friend, can't believe it's like still working. Friend and foe alike just watch it go by because they're surprised <laughs> that it's still functioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of hilarious. Um, and he and, and as an ultramarine, like which is like the most one of the most dignified of yeah. the space, he feels so he's like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. He is, he is <laughs> driving around in like a ninety uh, a ninety seven Kia that has been like you know the each part each panel is a different color at this point yep and it's just been been picked and pulled patches to, to, on the tires <laughs> and yeah it's the, the, the kia of theseus at this yeah point. pretty much yeah. <laughs> is it still a kia after all these years no one knows no one uh, knows so he eventually finds kai's and he's about to scold him because uh, he's like, I told you to take care of it, not to wait for me. And uh, and we get a, a, a moment worthy uh, of a 1997 action film. Cool uh, guys don't look at explosions. No. And Kai's is, according to the 90s, 90s action aesthetic, the coolest being alive. Exactly. Because he just goes, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and remote detonates at fucking Titan. Yeah. And, and Ardeus is like, oh, well, that was, that was, a, that was pretty good. That was pretty sick, actually. Okay. Great. Uh, uh, <laughs> this, so basically, this book, by the way, I was at this point, I'm realizing, like, oh, this book is like verging on on like action buddy comedy this is like yeah yeah we're getting into you know uh rush hour uh die hard three you know we're getting into that lethal weapon we're getting into that territory with this yeah absolutely (laughs) between artius and guys (laughs) yeah so yeah they uh so uh we get we get a moment where the drones come back to lucia and like hey we think we've picked up a signal for both kai's and for the own um, meanwhile, Kai's has another mini, uh, a tiny little uh, daddy issue fuel, fueled crisis on their way uh, to to wherever they're going. Uh, I love this. That like basically the thing that's been fueling Kai's this entire time is, am, am I good enough for you now, Father? <laughs> that's literally it. Like like. <laughs> This is this is Daddy Warrior is what this is. It's not fun. It's just he's his dad fucked him up bad, and that's been fueling this whole thing. And he has so he has this little meltdown on the way there. Um, he's he's like looking at the wafer that his dad gave him the little picture and all that stuff, and he's like, I I haven't lived up to my father, like all that shit. And Ardius um, is not listening or paying attention. He's like, no, no. He just he notices is, he, when he when he like cracks the wafer. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. guys, it's like. <sighs> nothing and artist is like an artist is like i don't care yeah. <laughs> artist looks at him in the eye really harshly and goes i'm your daddy now guys uh, and 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 that was the and that's the sentence that launches a thousand ships that's the uh, sentence that launches a thousand ships yep yep uh, the chaos priests give their lives for the sacrifice, each one of them dying in their own graphic, horrifying way. Like, it was so gross. Um, it's really gross. So, like, the, the Nurgle priest, like, just finally decays and yep. falls apart. The Slanesh priest, uh, what happens, like... What happens to the Slanesh? Slanesh, I don't quite remember. I remember the butcher corn. The butcher butcher dies like a Diablo boss. Like he He explodes into 
he explodes meat. into like a column of meat and and blood. Yeah, yeah. And the the change priest keeps changing and bubbling yeah, until kind he of kind of like loses apart. loses form and shape and yeah. melts. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's, so it's a very like, entertaining section. It's like this is gross, and you know what? It feels like. This feel I don't know why I was thinking this feels like it would have been in a '90s point-and-click game. Oh, why does yeah, this sure. feel like that? It, because it just feels like uh, scenes from like uh, the Indiana Jones games. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, or or Tormentum or something like that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we find out that there are 20 minutes left for the ritual uh, to to get through. Um, let's see. Oh, Kai's and Ardius enter the cavern, uh, the, the HQ, uh, area and promptly split up. Uh, Kai's kills a couple of chaos raptors, which are jump pack Marines, basically. Um, let's see. Oh, we get a moment where Tarkax, the demon, uh, out in the Ethereum, still waiting to be fully summoned, finds the soul of an astropath and astropaths are, um, psychic sensitive uh uh members of the imperium who from a young age are basically trained to yeah help fly ships through the warp so this is just the one of the things that warhammer took from dune right kind of yeah yeah just it's because i feel like there was at the pilots guild or whatever are yeah. the are these like psychics that fly ships or something like that? Yes, yeah, you yeah. need their you need their psychic abilities to travel through the warp safely, and even yeah. then, uh, it's it's difficult. Which uh, is which is funny because we get Tarkax later. Um, well, already we've had Severus uh, talk about how like the admiral is being corrupted, but he can't corrupt uh, Kovash. Uh, it's like he's incorruptible. Like there's no use, there's no use for a race that's incorruptible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 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 like every, he's throwing everything he can at the Aeon and the Aeon's like, yeah, can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They got no use for the towel. Uh, uh, well, at least for most of the towel. uh, Yeah. At least for most of the towel. Most of the towel. Um, yeah, he finds the soul of an astropath that's been that's in the in the warp and eats it, uh, basically reducing the astropath to a to a, a vegetable. Um, Kai's ends up. I have in my notes here. Kai's ends up in the swamps of sadness. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he he drops into this like marshy area and yeah. has a sad boy. Uh, and he's like, I'm sad and I'm going yeah. to day, die. I'm going to lay down and die here. Yeah. He literally, he literally should have had like a 12 year old boy with a rope around him pulling at him going, fight the sadness guys. Fight the sadness guys. Cause he's just slowly sinking down. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, Artax, he's starting to, yeah, by yeah, the way, he is our Artex. Uh, but a, that's an, that's a Warhammer name. If I ever heard one, Artex is totally a Warhammer name. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Poor Artex. Poor Artex. Poor Artex. You know what? The, the thing a lot of people don't realize, I read the book, uh, that the first two never ending stories were based on. Um, if you put one and two together, it's uh, the, that's like the, the book. full book. Yeah. 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 It doesn't end where it, does in the in the first movie um and uh in the book artax can talk uh 
So oh. it's so much worse oh, because no. because you're he, it, he dies he sinks oh, no. and the whole time he's telling Artex he's telling Atreyu just leave me I can't do it and 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 I I'm too sad and like just like telling him like dictating his his death to Atreyu it's so. It, it, it's then it was then that our uh, that our, our faithful companion realized that this book was originally written in German and and oh and, well you know and the shock was so huge that it it it, it knocked a piece of paper off my desk uh, that is <laughs> I am not surprised finding out that the never-ending story was originally written in German by yep. a German author I assume yes who just writing about uh, anthropomorphized animals being sad and drowning, yeah. not just in water, but a fucking swamp. A swamp. A swamp. That's that's a body we didn't want to find in the marsh. That is a body we, you know, we talk a lot <laughs> about bodies that we're putting in the marsh. We never really wanted to find Artax body. We didn't want. We the, didn't want Artax in, in the marsh. In, in the marsh. No. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Kai's finds Admiral Constantine, who has lost it. He has snapped. Uh, he's struggling with a possession, clearly. Uh, tells Kai's that he knows how to fight, quote, the darkness. Uh, and, uh, and, and we implies that he explains to him how to do it. And then transforms into a demon uh, that Kai's kills yeah. by literally pulling its fucking spine out. Yep. Which is pretty dope. He, he uh, transforms into a warp monster, which the first time I saw, I, I read this in the first Horus Her Heresy book, where like a random space marine is just like walking along and then start transforms into a yeah. warp monster. I'm like, what is, I, what is happening? I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> they just. They they used to have chaos beasts that you could buy. I think they still have these models, but they were like it would be like they were a couple of chaos beasts you could make, and everyone had to have them because they they were like a couple of bodies, like bases for the bodies, and then just like five sprues of random ass shit, tentacles, eyes, teeth, and you could just build it any goddamn way you wanted. Right. Uh, and and that's yeah, it's that's it's just this chaotic mess of a thing. Um, so yeah, he pulls the, the thing's spine out of its ass. Um, and, uh, and we get a brief moment where Ardeus seems to fall in his own, on his own side of the cavern, seems to fall to a... Seems like he gets shot in the head. Yeah. 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 Um, finally, uh, the chapter ends with Lucia and, uh, his squad finding the HQ and the discarded display wafer, uh, that, uh, that, uh, used to belong to Kai's. So yeah. they seem to have found uh, where our hero is. And then we get to chapter eight, which yeah. is like five pages long, which if you've fallen along, these chapters are long as shit. And this chapter is very brief. Very um, brief. Very yeah. brief, and, and but effective. So in the beginning of chapter eight, the demon basically betrays Severus, which big old <laughs> surprise. Big surprise. He gets Big surprise. Yeah. He gets impatient and Severus describe it describes that the part of his brain that is him basically getting shoved to the back and the rest of everything being taken over by the demon. And he wants to basically he there's he has enough strength to basically finish the ritual on his own, I guess. Yeah. Um and he also reveals 
uh, that, uh, let's see. Yeah. And, and so when Kai shows up just in time, uh, to see all of this shit going down. Yeah. And he wasn't, he was and he wasn't supposed to like Severus isn't the end goal. Severus was just yeah. like the first, uh, the starter body. He needed exactly. a body that was exactly. like actually good for shit. Um, yeah. yeah. And Something, so he's, yeah, he's like kind of weak. Yeah. He's kind of weak. Yeah. But, uh, when, when, uh, when Kai shows up, he reveals that he was hoping that it was going to be the Space Marine, but Kai's was kind of his contingency plan. And basically, he's been whispering in both of their ears. This whole time, Kai's has been assuming the Montau thing, the bloodlust that's been taking him, is his own his own problem that he's right. fucked up, but it has been the demon this entire time giving him powers. And that's also why he's suddenly this goddamn Superman uh, with a talent for murder and everything like that. So that's the explanation for why you get a first level character uh, suddenly coming out and snapping the Tarask's neck. Uh, just a lot of boons. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just a, all the boons, all the boons. Uh, and uh, so, 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 uh, Kai starts to lose his shit, and then Aeun, the Aeun, who is kind of like being held in stasis above them, like kind of gives him this weird, it's like a cleric spell of peace, basically. Right. Gives clears him, his mind. Clears his mind, and Kai's uh, shoots Severus, uh, which... Uh, right through the chest. Right through the chest. And in chapter nine, which happens next, we find out uh, that that might have been the wrong thing to do, because the blood of Severus falling into the ritual chamber uh, completes the ritual. Yep. Um, so when that when the ritual completes, the Aeun, who's been held up by uh, the, the, the ritual itself and the powers of, drops from a great height. And dies. And dies. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, just unceremoniously falls to his death. Just <laughs> falls to his death and... Uh, and <laughs> Tarkax is Tarthax. Tarkax, Tarthax is summoned fully, and Kai's loses his shit because everything he's been doing since ch chapter one, all it's, of his friends dying. It, yeah, it's been pointless. It's been pointless. So he shoots all of his bullets into Tarkax. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, what would you do? What would uh, you do? Doesn't yeah, do and, anything. Now. And, they, and then we get to, he remembers the advice that Constantine gave him, uh, which is there are four shrines for each of the gods, and he's got to blow them up, basically, and when he breaks them, he'll be able to have a, a moment to get behind the shield or whatever. It's the most video game part of this book, and Kevin, it's not in the video game. What? Yeah. I, I was checked. about. I was going. To, I was shocked. I was like, "This is so video gamey." It is. It is the most video game because there are four little rooms, four little chambers, and uh, and and we get a display from each of the different forms of the demon. Like when he goes to, he starts out as like Nurgle, uh, and so he's like, you know, sending. The, he's filled with these horrible little infections and corruptions that are going after him. Uh, Arteus comes in to help him get them all killed. Maybe that wasn't the first one. It doesn't matter. Uh, so he goes and finds that shrine, blows it up, and then comes back and can shoot him, blow a few holes in him. And then he turns uh, into corn, you know, so he's got a huge axe and, right. you know, fangs and, and that kind of, so he blows that one up. Artius gets knocked out uh, after he helps. He, he's basically, uh, you know, 
he's good to help him. He he he's, he saves his bacon and then gets knocked out. Um, and uh, and Kai's. And, and and none and and that's not how the the final boss. Yeah, happens. I'm just I'm I'm clicking through the final boss fight yeah. and and it's, it's just uh, a sneech demon. It's just a sneech demon, and I yeah, was Lord like, change. Uh, okay, that and it's was just you circling around him, shooting him. I was like, the, I was like, okay, I recognize that thing. That thing was a mini boss mm-hmm. a bunch of times in Bolt Gun. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. And they do point out in the book that this demon does serve Zneech specifically, even though he is undivided. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. It's it's the most video game ass thing in this it, book. It makes me think that they gave him an outline of what you were doing in the game, maybe, and then had to make changes to the game. Based I, I on think, something. Yeah. That's the only explanation that makes any sense. Because it's just so strange. Because I was a little disappointed at this sequence. Because we've talked about, for this being a video game adaptation, at least he hasn't gone down the road of um, some of the Halo books, we early Halo books anyway, that we've read. And some of the other ones we've read where it's like literally just a walkthrough of the game, uh, no matter how tedious. And... I was like, oh, well, this is just a walk. This is like basically how do I beat the final boss in the game? Right. And I went and found the playthrough that I had been watching slowly. And I got to that part. That's it's, it's not, not what you do nearly this complicated. Uh, it's a pretty straightforward fight. In fact, it's pretty boring. Is the Titan in the game? Yes. OK. Yes. Uh, but you just I think you just bomb it. Um, uh, yeah. So at this point. Uh, the demon has taken on a corn aspect and Kai's is losing his fucking mind and, and basically just gives in to all of his hatred and his anger and his, and his fury at bellows blood for the blood God, uh, which holy fucking shit. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just loses it. He sees the demon as his father and he shoots the fi- his father Yep. He's like, I've never gotten to kill my father in real life. Never got to kill him. a thousand times in my head. So that's fun. Uh, Loses an arm. uh, Gets the axe chopped right through his arm. And loses a goddamn arm. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he's just, and he's like holding his stump trying to keep him. He is, is, it's that Carl Weathers scene in Predator. That's exactly (laughs) it. Yes, yes. (laughs) Loses his fucking arm. (laughs) But he still gets, shooting. <laughs> still shooting. He gets some distance, and he's kind of ready. Just, all right, let's just let it happen. And Lucia uh, gets through to him on the, his comm. And they start, and they talk, and he starts, he says, you knew my dad, right? And Lucia's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, my dad was fucking pretty cool, right? Like, he was perfect. He was like he the was perfect like, warrior. No, your dad was a fucking dumbass. Yeah, your dad was an asshole. He sucked. Like, like <laughs> he, he knew how to give good speeches and all that shit. But like, he killed a recruit once for just like disobeying his orders. And like, and he and he was like, yeah, but he died like bravely on the on the battlefield. He's like, no, man, we were fighting Tyranids. A big Tyranid dented his armor, and we were we needed to go back. And he wanted vengeance for his armor being dented. So he ran into this fight and got slaughtered. Your dad was an idiot. Fuck your dad. <laughs> And, and he also, tells her, he's like, and, uh, and I love this because uh, Lucia's like, also the, 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 like his only good idea was the great machine. 
Uh, yeah. It doesn't actually exist. The the path, the one true path doesn't actually exist. None of that fucking actually exists. Yeah. We just, we're just try. Doing, we're just doing our best. We're, we're like, just, it's like, it's just try to do your best. Yeah. Snap out of it, dude. And, 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 it, and it works. And it works. Kai's is like, oh, oh, I'm not an idiot. And he's I'm like, not, yeah, yeah I, I no, don't, you're. I'm, your dad did much worse things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like watching those, you go on TikTok and you watch these ex-evangelicals tell their story. Right. And you're like, oh, I see. That's how it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he takes, and by the way, this entire time, uh, they've referenced every now and then the fact that a dummy bolt shell is still in his helmet, that he's just left it embedded in his helmet this whole time. He's out of ammo. He's out of everything. So what do you think he does? He takes his helmet off and throws it at uh, the demon, and the heat of the demon sets off the bolt shell that's been embedded in his helmet. And detonates and, the final shrine. Yep. Just blows him to hell. Uh and uh, and and as as Kai's passes out, uh, uh, Lucia and their uh, crisis suit crew comes in and cleans up basically after him. Yeah, uh, and, and that's the end of chapter nine. And finally, we get to the epilogue. Uh, it starts with Ardeus. Well, it starts with the demon basically returning to the uh, the 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 Imperium, basically like uh, basically going back to where all the demons are. And it is kind of a cool thing because it points out that like, this is just one demon among countless demons and he's not even dead. You just got rid of him for now. Uh, so we get a brief paragraph of that. Uh, we get to Ardeus who has survived. He woke up unconscious in the cavern, got teleported out of there. Um, they watch the Tau flotillas leave and he goes, yeah, fucking let them go. We'll deal with them later. Uh, they, yeah. they, and they, uh, and he orders an exterminatus, on the planet, so they send virus bombs down and just blow it to shit. He's, he's like, he, he's like, destroy the planet, and they're like, yeah, sir. And he's like, just, just, fucking, do it. just, just fucking, fucking end this. Every and every inch of it, glass yeah. it, please, glass it. <laughs> so they just, they just say fuck this planet and take care of it. Uh, and then we get, uh, then we cut to Tau, the uh, the planet, the the home base. And Lucia has gathered a couple of Kai's old friends yep. who he had assumed were dead um, and, uh, and takes them to basically a sanatorium uh, where, they're, where they've kept, where they're keeping Kai's and they get to watch him and they're shocked. We don't get like details on what they're seeing, um, but they're very shocked at how changed he is. He's not doing well. And he wants them to see, and they're like, why are you showing us this? You could have just told us. And he says, well, I want you to see it because he's a hero. He sacrificed, he went too far. He went too deep into all this shit so that other people could survive. And now he's just a shell and maybe he'll get back to where he was, but maybe not. Yeah. Uh, and the book ends with uh, Kai's in the asylum, basically strapped to a bed uh, daydreaming when he closes his eyes he imagines killing and murdering and 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 war um and uh, he's left there and they've and they've left the display wafer from his father uh which uh which ended with with pride which is something that uh always confused him a little bit because the whole point 
of everything is that they're they're supposed to be gears and cogs in the machine so how can you have pride and so it's kind of cruel he says it's he, it, kai sees it as appropriate but it's kind of this cruel little fuck you it's like here's another existential meltdown for you on a daily yeah. basis yeah and that's the end that's the end of the book <sighs> our, our hero our hero is is in the funny farm <laughs> uh yeah he he uh he killed thousands of people probably over the oh, course easily. of yeah. one day. This all happens in one day, by one the way. Day. This is not like multiple days. Um, Ardius has obviously uh, the the mental... Con- like This is just like what his... He was bred for, so That's he's that, like, like literally. He was literally. He has he, was he has no his... compunction with anything that happens that day, yeah. Except for the fact that he's like. Yes, let the Tao live. No, do not let this planet exist anymore. <laughs> that's 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 the extent of Ardius's learning. Like he's like, oh, I, I learned that a Tao can be pretty cool uh, sometimes. But sometimes I'll kill him. I'm next still going to kill him when I get my first opportunity. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. And but this Tao, this and they and that was one of the themes they talked about. Where you know you can't be ready for all of this, and and no matter how successful he was. Uh, he he paid the price in a big yeah. way. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that's Warhammer Forty Thousand Fire Warrior. Kevin, what you think? I so I liked it. I think the last third. Um, it, you know, it was weird. I was going to text you this, but I I was like, nah, I'll wait to see how it plays out. I was like, I was like, okay, the last third. There's just like violence mm-hmm. and just a lot of violence, and it just. Yeah. It just wasn't very interesting necessarily. It was just like more explosions, right? <laughs> yeah, it was the most video game of. It gets of very video gamey at the end there. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, hey, this all like in terms of war as hell. This all fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. All power is uh, is corrupting. All that thing. Like it was good in that front where you know. Everybody who is seeking power or seeking something like validation through violence or what have you ends up paying a price by the end. You know, um, like Ardius is alive, but, you know, the fleet, his his personal fleet got fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And he is uh, he's very wounded for a for an ultramarine like he doesn't mm. even have his armor he can't i don't even think he has his armor on at the end like he's just standing there yeah. um uh kai's is uh institutionalized mm. <laughs> he's gone kai's uh, ain't here severus, anymore severus and all his his crew is dead and i think tarkax who i thought that was interesting there's a scene where a really brief scene um that I that I liked where he gets sent basically so he was in a prison not like yes he wasn't he was, back in the warp he wasn't back in the warp but as soon as he got released back into the warp he lost his memories and just became oh, yeah. yeah so the thing in the warp thought of glory it was surrounded by a million billion of its kind frothing and fizzing spawning like fish running together in the ether dragging their claws of nothingness against reality with scant hope of ever breaching the distance between the two 
In this place of madness, a memory was difficult to hold. Thoughts were unfocused, uncontrollable things, impossible to grasp and concentrate upon. Nonetheless, struggling against the innumerable, innumerable tide of its fellows, the warp thing raced across the vastness of the Empyrean and remembered, or perhaps dreamed, of the one time that it had been Tarkax, changer of ways, devote, devotees of Zinch, uh, Damon, Lord of Chaos. Um, so it's like, it suffers personality death, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, at the end, uh, because... Basically, it was a warp demon who got into a space marine mm -hmm. and then was banished into a prison. So it, it, was, it had a consistent existence for thousands, 10,000 years and yeah. then gets uh, sent. Once it's banished back into the warp, it's like, oh, well, it's, it's no more different than any other thing in the warp. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a piece of it. It's just like a piece it is. Of it. it is actually a cog in a machine. There. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I agree. I think that was a really interesting moment. Um, yeah, I I agree. I some of the changes were interesting. I think as far as a video game adaptation, it's pretty successful. Uh, it does a, a pretty good job of taking things that. Um, Changing changing the source material enough to make for an entertaining book, not not he because because Lord knows uh, uh, he had a lot of work to do. He added a lot of shit to make this into a book. Right. Um, it's it and and I think he succeeded in that sense. I think as a Warhammer book, it's a little weak and it's tough because I was I mentioned before I questioned the notion of bringing in all of the chaos beings, like kind of mushing everything in there. And I guess the motivation would be because this might be a lot of people's first introduction to Warhammer. Like right. theoretically they would have played the game and they would have picked this up. Right. But the problem is that is it also goes into a lot of esoterica about the Tau, which is not a huge, hugely popular uh, race, you know, uh, and, 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 like, it's weird. It, it's kind of trying to have it both ways because it goes into, like, the really complex minutia of stuff that you find in 40K. Uh, but then it has these moments where, like, and here's all the chaos gods. Let's just throw them in so everyone's represented. So everyone's represented. represented. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so some weird. You got random-ass iron warriors in there that we never see again. You know, we get... Uh, it's It's just... It gets a... I hate to use this term, but it, it gets a little chaotic to the point where it's just like... <laughs> I, I don't it's know. It's a hat why. on a hat. It's a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but honestly, it, it, but still, as, but as far as ad adapting this game, and especially now having watched a playthrough of the game, uh, you, there's nothing to complain about as far as yeah, adapting. No, that game. I mean, in terms of gap between quality of game and quality of book, I think this is probably the biggest huge upward like in the upwards yes uh, yes like we've had the inverse like dead space for example is like the oh, inverse yeah. of that but yeah. we've never had a book that was so much better than the game oh it took a very mediocre ps2 era uh shooter uh and and gave Made it a book something. that could be you know it's it's in the Warhammer canon, you know? It is. Oh, yes, absolutely. I don't think... I, I, I think it's it's not the best Warhammer 40K book I've ever read, but it's not... But it's but it belongs there. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. Right. 
and it's 400 pages long. Yeah. Like, and it took four hours to watch the gameplay from beginning to end. Right. So kudos to fucking Spurrier in, in that sense. <laughs> for, turning, for turning that game into this book. Yeah. So that's the thing. Anytime I find something, I go, that's a weird choice. I go, that's a weird choice. It's you know, still a fucking amazing adaptation. It's a choice that is probably a little bit better than the game was. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, by the way, I think I'm really excited for Space Marine 2. Oh, yeah? I think I'm excited at this point. Just, like, reading this book just wet my appetite for... It's, I mean, it's, it's, it, same. It, 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 it's, I can't not, uh, uh, get all excited for this shit based on that. And it does, it looks fucking tight. The game looks great. Yeah. So pretty. So um, pretty. Yeah. So I'm late yeah, I'm, 2023. I'm, Give me a date. God damn it. I know, right? So they've been releasing like trailers and gameplay footage without like a an official date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want it to be this year, but at the same time, I'm not holding my breath at this point. Yeah, and it's, it's fine like, if it comes out next year. This year's got been, a, has I mean, said a, plenty uh, of stuff. There's a CRPG set in 40k that comes out uh, the first week of December. Which is very frustrating for me. What? Because uh, you have a baby on the way. And I have that a baby on the way. And kid uh, couldn't have picked a worse fucking time, huh? Just the timing is awful. It's called Rogue Trader, um, and looks pretty cool. Uh, maybe maybe it's better this way though. Maybe it's better that I don't play a game like that so soon after Baldur's Gate three, so that I don't uh, hold it too close to that comparison. Wow, the artwork is way too colorful. <laughs> too much joy. Too much joy in this artwork. Too much joy. But no, I, uh, I'll probably get this. Ooh, it's got like the straight up CRPG lower. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. It looks beautiful. It looks absolutely beautiful. That's so. what I want. Well, speaking of that, Kevin, that just leaves yeah, me yeah. with a, a single question for you. Yeah. What do you got? What are you playing? Oh, uh, I was not expecting that question. I know, I know, especially not in my <laughs> voice. <laughs> uh, okay, to be honest, I this past uh, week or so uh, just been just been Marvel snapping. I have okay. been really deep into Marvel Snap. Um, Focusing on, uh, I wanted, I wanted to get some uh, some new uh, collectors. Um, what are they called? The purple ones, not the, uh, the 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 ones with the with the good stuff in it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, you know the new, you hit a certain point value and you get. Them yeah, yeah, and you either get a you either get a variant or one of three like cards that you want. And, yeah, uh, yeah. As of right now. As of right now, it is uh, who is Lady Deathstrike. I know because I'm trying to get Lady Deathstrike X23 and Man Thing. Was that it? Yeah, Man Thing. It was a new card. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Lady Deathstrike and Man Thing have some are like pretty similar in terms of like uh, kill the thing or depower the thing. Right. Uh, weaker than this. Um, yeah. So I've, I've been I've been finding some success with Lady Deathstrike. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. Been, uh, she's pretty cool. 
yeah. Um, so I've been just, I've been playing, I'm at that point where I'm just like, I play the, I always play the season for a bit. Yep. And then I spend the first half of the season just playing, trying to, to get my rank up. Yeah. And then the second half of the season, just fucking around with different decks, like That's experimenting smart. with decks. Yeah. And I always, and it's like, that's why I'm no, I don't think I'm ever going to hit infinite because I'm just no. like, I'm too interested in like figuring out like little mechanical wrinkles with decks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but what if I do this? What if, what I, if I try this? No, I'm, I'm with you. I absolutely get that. <laughs> I have like, and it's, so basically I'll have a couple of decks. I don't keep a deck until it's named, right? Okay. So I'll have a couple decks that are named, they're tried and true. If I ever just want to win, play and, and win at a reasonable rate, I go back to them. Yeah. And then I have like a dozen decks that are just called deck seven, deck eight, <laughs> deck nine. <laughs> because trying they're, things. I'm just trying things and I'm probably going to delete them, you know, after a few hands if they don't, if it doesn't seem like they're they're working or the, the the combo that they're that's intended is just too too impossible to hit i was watching this one youtuber um made a six card galactus combo okay it required six cards to pull off and it was hilarious like he had to he had to play for an hour and a half in order to do it once oh my god <laughs> That's because devotion required, to a one-trick pony kind of thing. It required you to have, like, a six-card combo is nearly impossible yeah. in, in Marvel Snap to pull off over the course of what's probably going to be three turns, and you had to have the right cards in your hand at Jesus each point. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, but it had something to do... Uh, it had something to do with... Um, uh, it was a Galactus deck, but it, the the way he was getting it so that Galactus would win was was the funny part. Um, this is the same YouTuber. Uh, his name's Regis Kilbin, um, and uh, he just does card games. And the nice. uh, he did he did a video on uh, don't have if you don't have a powerful deck, just steal theirs. And it's a deck built with. Like Mantis, Cable, White Queen, Morph. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That is and funny. So it's just based on taking the opponent's cards. That's pretty and, funny. And, and like, like Leader. And Loki. And, oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. That's fun. I like that. That's it's neat. a lot of fun. <laughs> That's gotta be so confusing to fucking play against. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. It's every t every match is a mirror match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I've been playing. Uh, nice. Phil. Um, oh, and by the way, just what I've been watching for those of you who forgot. Uh, this past Friday was Friday the thirteenth, and yes. that means uh, Mike Flanagan's new series is out. The Fall of the House of Usher. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And gotcha. every episode is an adaptation of... So it's one continuous story, but every ep what happens in every episode is an adaptation of a Poe story. So, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, okay, that's Yeah, cool. it's, so the second episode that we just watched was uh, uh, um, Mask of the Red Death. Ooh, um, oh, shit. 
<laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Yes. Um, but it all continues the same story. And it's, you know, it's it's got his his same cast that he's always uh, he's always using. You got Rahul Kohli is in there. Um, Carla Gugino is is in there as uh, uh, a sexy ghost lady killer. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, good stuff. That definitely looks worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phil, uh, what are you playing? Um, I... I play. I've been playing some short experiences. Um, most most uh, notably, I finished uh, Underground Blossom, and uh, which is a uh, Rusty Lake game. Okay. Uh, and I I fucking love Rusty Lake games. For anyone who doesn't know, they're these strange puzzle games that seem to have some kind of underlying creepy storyline. Uh, but I'm not holding my breath on on it being in any way uh, 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 sensible. Uh, It's just got a lot of atmosphere, very strange, very folk horror-y, and uh, the puzzles are very clever and fun. Uh, The whole whole thing took like three hours to finish, and and it was very satisfying. And and after you finish the main thing, you can go back and and, uh, do all these other challenges, and it's... It's very spooky and charming in this, in the way that Rusty Lake games always are. Uh, right. I really liked that one. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, Good. And then I played and finished Amanda the Adventurer. Have you heard okay. of that one? No. This is one of your indie horror games, which I wasn't so sure about when I first saw it, um, because it's got it just it's got like live streamer bait written all over it. Um, sure. So I was expecting it to be. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it to be something I, I gave a shit about, uh, but I'd had it recommended by, by a few people, and uh, and I and I looked at it, and basically the idea is that you have you have got this tape of an old Dora the Explorer kind of uh, uh, show um, called Amanda the Adventurer, and you watch the tapes in this attic, and it's got a little glitch horror and things start to go wrong and there's this sense of unease and all that shit. Sure. And uh, you get clues and then there's a puzzle after you watch the tape and to get the next tape, there are clues within that first tape um, and stuff in the attic that you've got to put together. Like someone mentions like, we're we're baking this pie for this long at this temperature. And so you find there's a little toy oven uh, in the attic and you do what they said and boom, you know, the you, you make it the way they talked about and then the next video comes out. And um, it's, and there are like four different endings. I got them all and, and that, it also took about three or four hours to beat. Um, yeah. Interesting. Weird. Uh, uh, and, and it didn't. Yeah. And, and it wasn't the shitty jump scare fueled low effort horror game I kind of expected it was going to be. It does have uh, some real heart to it. And like Underground Blossom, it seems it has this kind of underlying strange storyline, that kind of FNAF style, like if you read between the lines, you can. Uh, and like underground blossom i i'm not so sure i buy the idea that it holds together uh, uh <laughs> but it's also but it's still very entertaining and, and a and a good a good way to spend an afternoon right uh, and i started the separate ways dlc for resident oh, evil oh nice nice and it, it's it's more resident evil with a um batman claw oh cool you get, you get to and so 
I'm enjoying that. So yeah, but that's been, it. That's I have my... it. I've been meaning to to start it. I I have it's, it. It's, it's it's good. Sitting there, ready for it's, me. It's pretty good. Uh, it uh, you know, uh, that's it. Like it, it's it's more Resident Evil Four. Which who could complain about that? Who could complain about that? Nobody. No one. At all. Ever. Well, that's me. That's that's that's, me for that's you. All right. Well, um, that's awesome. I think. Uh, is Amanda the Explorer play on Dora, or Amanda the Adventurer playing Dora the Explorer? Yeah, that's the okay. idea. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, and they do that, and it's kind of funny because they do that thing where Dora Explorer would like talk to you through the thing, right? And and in the in the in game, sometimes they just they say, you know. What's your favorite whatever? And and there's just silence, and and I would of course answer them because it's funny. Um, but then every now and then they'll ask something, and you'll get a prompt to type something in. Right. And uh, and and you can type all kinds of things, but you'll get different answers based on what you type. And um, and sometimes uh, the, if you're paying attention to the storyline and everything like that, they said because like there's this here's a, here's a little spoiler for people. Uh, if you're playing this game, you uh, you're on a farm at one point, and they ask you, and they've got chickens or something like that, and they say, "What's the daddy called?" And 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 you have enough room to write in rooster, uh, but you find out that the creator of the show, who based this show on his daughter, his name is Sam, and so I typed in Sam, and and uh, and uh, Amanda the adventure goes, "How did you? Why did?" Why did you say that? Like, it starts kind of freaking out a little bit. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> it's got a little lot of lo- little moments like that. Little moments that are, like that. Yeah, yeah. it's. It, I thought it was worth, and that one was like eight bucks. Uh, yeah, too, and that was to me totally worth it. Nice. Um, I'm really getting to the point. I think because of my age, that like these little bite-sized adventures that take three, four, maybe five hours. Like that is perfect for me right now. Right. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. So it's it, when I, I'll see the, 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 the critiques or something like that. And they'll say, Oh, it's only four hours long. And I'm like, perfect. Sign but me Phil, up. I'm in. <laughs> what about, what about Baldur's Gate four? That, that's about, not, that's not coming out based on my math. About, that's not coming out until I'm dead. What about so. Rogue Trader? <laughs> Oh, Rogue Trader. No, not Rogue Trader. What about the CRPGs want you back, Phil? Oh, God. They miss me. They do miss me. (laughs) Elder Scrolls 6. Elder Scrolls 6. Jesus Christ. It's going to be, you're going to see that mountain and you can climb it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But I don't want to climb the mountain. I want to solve weird puzzles in a subway. Awesome. All right, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, If you want to follow us on your social medias, uh, go to at PixelitPod wherever you are. Just plug that into the search bar. You're you're gonna get us. Um, If you want to give us money, yes, or just follow us in general, uh, you can go to PixelitPod.com, which takes you to our Patreon. Um, and there you can follow us or you can join our $1 tier, our $5 tier, our $10 tier. Speaking of $10 tier. Oh, speaking of $10 tier, you get a shout out in every episode. And today we are shouting out 
are a member of the $10 tier. Friendly friends. Friendly friends. Friendly friends. Thank you for being a friend. Indeed. Thank you for being a friend. It's too good, Kevin. We're going to travel down the road and back again. We're going to get copyright infringement on us. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Boom, boom, boom. And if you threw my party. <laughs> oh, God, I'm scared the fuck out of Charles. And invited everyone you knew. <laughs> you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And in time to top on top would say thank you for being a being friend. A friend. <laughs> the tag on What's it say? There's something I'm, on top. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed that you that you had that much. That was really impressive. And the card on top would say thank you for being a friend. There it is. There it is. Nailed it. Boom, 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 boom. So thank you for being a friend, friendly friend. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to sing that every single time. Not going to sing that every single time. Maybe every new patron that joins Ooh. that that yeah, layer maybe. will sing uh, Thank You For Being A Friend. Or some um, sort of theme-related song. Or some uh, sort of theme-related theme song. Related song. Yeah. Or friend, yeah. Um, not those the friends, are the words I was trying to use. Not the Friends-related. Not the Friends th- theme song, though. No, no, but maybe like Queen. Queen, yeah. My best friend. Uh, maybe the Cheers song. Mm. Uh, we could do Mash sometimes is, you want to uh, go. Mash, suicide yeah. is painless. So suicide is painless by yep. by uh, but for Mash that's always mm-hmm. a good. That's always uh, that, that's that that that's talks of friendship. I think. Cause suicide is painless. It, the word the the word version is not in the in the show. It's just <laughs> no. the. No. Uh, maybe in the was it in the movie? Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know. We're really off the rails, and I'm just supposed yeah. to be closing the episode out. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash pixelitpod or pixelit.com takes you to the same place. You can follow for free or join one of our tiers. On the next episode, we're doing more stuff. We're doing more stuff. We're doing a movie. We're doing a movie. It's a movie episode. Yeah, it's a movie episode. You know, come by. Sit hang around. Listen. Find out what movie we're watching. Find out what movie we're watching. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Good night. Good night.